0: welcome to the uh, broadcast we have uh, Mike Lee on and Chris Stewart on this hour they were both in an intelligence briefing yesterday um, and I just think something is wrong myself Um, I have uh, talked to Mike this morning I haven't uh, I haven't talked to uh, Chris but we'll get to that in a minute Um, let me just say that we should have our supply line uh, covered okay if you need medical assistance. We are already having problems uh, with things like amoxicillin. These are really important antibiotics that treat a whole list of things. JaceMedical.com, Jace J A S E Medical.com, can get all of the medicine that you need. These the Jace case has five different antibiotics in it. Um, And I highly recommend that you have these on hand. Go to JaceMedical.com. Use the promo code Beck and save. JaceMedical.com.
1: to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Yesterday, there was a uh, confidential top secret briefing in Washington. A few of my friends were in attendance. None of them will tell me exactly what happened, but they will tell you that They were confused. And this should not happen in an intelligence briefing. This, this, this is top secret in a skiff. You walk in, you're a senator, you're a congressman, and you're part of a very select group of people that are sitting there listening to the director of national intelligence giving you everything we know. You should not walk out of that room confused. Unless... Our administration is confused. My question is, are they? Too many questions. We are entering a very dangerous time. Senator Mike Lee joins us in 60 seconds. Line's been drawn in the sand for quite a while now, and that line isn't between Democrat and Republican or conservative or liberal. It is between Americanism and leftism, plain and simple. One of the best ways to fight against leftism is to support businesses that hold the same values that you do. You know, look at all of the things, just just in media, look at all of the things that the mainstream media for years have said are not going on. Their house of cards is falling apart now, completely falling apart. And meanwhile, the voices that you trust are growing. Same thing. We've got to support the people that are telling us the truth and working on our side. And when it comes to wireless mobile, there is only one Christian conservative mobile company out there. They share your values. They're not supporting leftist ideas. In fact, they put their money where their mouth is. They volunteer and go in and help stop things like the uh, sexualization of our children in our schools. But they also provide great mobile service, same great coverage, better customer service, and a better price. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Switch now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. We go to Senator Mike Lee. Hello, Senator. How are you, sir? doing great. Thank you very much, Glenn. Um, I want to give you a couple of uh, uh, headlines. U.S. intercepts four Russian warplanes yesterday near Alaska. The next headline, uh, U.S. warns it will defend the Philippines after Chinese laser was shot uh, at their Coast Guard. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Norway ro- uh, warns of growing importance of Russian nuclear deterrent. Uh, China's President Xi uh, conveyed his support yesterday for Iran during uh, a visit from the first visit from the Iranian uh, prime minister. Uh, we are we we are not in good shape. Do you and members of the Intelligence uh, Committee have any idea what's going on?
2: Well, we know some things are going on we know certain things are happening but there's a whole lot we don't know and in particular there's a whole lot we don't know about the so-called objects brought down by fighter jets firing missiles over the weekend and that was the focus of yesterday's classified briefing okay
0: so mike we we hear balloons We hear that they now the Pentagon came out yesterday after your briefing and said, well, you know what? It's nothing. These are probably just commercial balloons. But we have the Canadians sending out the hazmat teams to look for this. And we hear this morning that they are UAPs, which I guess could be balloons. But usually those are, you know, uh, something solid. These were the size of of cars. And they weren't balloons. They were metal. Is that true? Yeah. So, first of all, we don't really know what they are.
2: I I don't know how they claim now to know what their nature is, whether they're commercial, military or uh, from some other origin, because they haven't found them. I, I suspect at this point that they're theorizing on what it might be. That was what was so frustrating yesterday is they held this classified briefing to tell us about what happened. And they showed up and basically said, we don't know what happened. We had all hoped and expected, based on public statements, that they had covered what was left of these objects and that they were studying them. Eh, They haven't found them, at least as of yesterday when they
0: briefed us. They hadn't found them. They don't really know what they are. uh, So wait, did they show you video? I don't know what you can and can't say. no. It Come on, we launched release. missiles. Yeah. We know we have the video from the cockpits. We know that
2: yeah. it, it, we repeatedly asked them about that. Can you show us anything by way of photographic uh, documentation of a, a video footage, anything like that? They said, yeah, we've got some. It really isn't useful because the objects are so small, so far away that the resolution doesn't really do anything for us.
0: Then why would we like shoot a them
2: down the picture? Yeah, it's an excellent question. Uh, so we we we, sh- we shot them down, not knowing what they were, just based on their altitude. We just knew that they were there, but I, I I still can't fathom why it made sense to scramble fighter jets, shoot missiles at them, bring them down when we have no idea what they are. Okay, so uh, they're they're well, apparently not that concerned about it, or else uh, they'd be frantic, and they're not that.
0: We found out last night that the United States government had been tracking that Chinese balloon for over a week. Once it was launched from China, we locked onto it and tracked it. Did they tell you that yesterday?
2: Um, there are things in there that I probably shouldn't repeat okay. from what I know. But, it, but it, it, it's, um, it's safe to say that we, we did know before this thing hit the United States that it was in the air. Uh, it, uh, we, we were aware of it and uh, uh, we knew what was happening. And so at that moment, they really should have brought the thing down. And it, at whatever moment they they realized um, that it was coming on in the United States and that it had the ability to collect data, uh, they should have brought it down. They, we kept hearing last week about the fact that, well, you know, it wouldn't have been safe to bring it down over the United States. Nonsense. crap! Look, even at 60,000 feet, these things don't have a glide capacity. They're balloons. And so if you puncture the balloon, it's going to head straight down. Now, yes, there's a debris field, but there is a lot of space between Alaska, off the coast of Alaska, uh, 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 to, to be clear, and the rest of the United States, where there are miles and miles around, where there are no people. And uh, they should have brought it down. Here's what I think was. What I suspect is that these were makeup calls. They were compensating this last weekend for what they didn't do the previous week, which was take bold, aggressive action. Only they took the bold, aggressive action, it seems, on the wrong
0: objects at the wrong time. Are we going to know? Do you think we're ever going to know this? I certainly hope so.
2: It seems um, almost unbelievable to me that we shut down three of these things over the weekend we didn't recover any of them and if there was no immediate threat as there apparently was the explanation we've heard is that it entered the space where aviation happens yeah okay fine um, that's understandable sometimes you need to bring things down but there was no immediate threat if that being the case, why couldn't they use a different kind of aircraft? Right. One that could observe it up close. Correct. Uh before shooting it down. You can't really do that with a with a fighter jet traveling at the speed of
0: sound. I you know, I I got it. I, I I mean, it's like it is like our government is being run by, you know, Mrs. Hoffelmeyer's fourth grade class. It is, I mean, Uh, And just the boys, because the girls would be a little smarter. The boys, it's just like, let's blow it up out of the sky. This is crazy talk. There is another uh, possibility here that they are using this, whatever it is, that they are using this to get people off of the Nord Stream pipeline uh, story from Seymour Hirsch. And I don't know how much you can talk about it or or what, uh, what you uh, know, but... Mike, I find this extraordinarily concerning because there's only a few countries that could do it. None of them really had the incentive or they would have let us know. If it was another country, would you have gotten a briefing on that, do you think, if they would have told us?
2: Uh, it's it's hard to say. I, I we, we don't necessarily get those briefings just because they feel like it. Usually it's because... A member is asking, or because uh, there's been national news about something and they decide they need to brief all members. I'll tell you, I haven't gotten a briefing on this. I'm trying to get one. Um, uh, all of this, of course, uh, it goes back to this report published by uh, journalist Seymour Hirsch last week, um, uh, indicating that, uh, according to his story, uh, th- there were specialized U.S. Navy teams that planted explosives there, and that the United States was responsible. I don't know whether this is true. I'm trying to ascertain whether it's true. Uh, But I will say this. um, We need to approach a near-peer nuclear-armed geopolitical adversary with extreme caution. And so I I would like to think that if we were going to do something like this, there would be some sort of clear authorization from Congress. You see the chief executive, the president of the United States, commander-in-chief and all, doesn't have the ability to take us to war. I don't think it's a stretch to say that doing this, not just to Russia, a nuclear armed near peer geopolitical adversary, but it's also an attack on France and on Germany. It affects a lot of Europe. I would like to think they'd get congressional authorization of some sort before doing that.
0: Well, he said that there was a way around that because obviously they should have done that if we were involved I I just don't believe that we that all of the allies with all of our technology and everything else, we can't figure out, Okay, it looks like it's probably these people. Um, I I personally, because they're so zipped up about it, it's got to come from the West. And the only ones that can do it really are France or us or Great Britain. And those guys wouldn't do it. Um, uh, But, you know, you look at you look at this, Mike, and if. Even if that's not true, can we find out if anything in that report is true, far as that are these secret to seal teams that can be trained off the books so Congress doesn't know about it?
2: Yeah, look, I think there, there, there are a lot of details, uh, or at least enough details in the Seymour Hersh piece that this should be fairly uh, amenable to being proven or disproven. Uh, because either certain things match up or they don't. It may be easier to disprove than to prove, but, but I think that can get us a lot of the way there. And yeah, there are others who could have done it. I mean, in theory, it could have been China. Perhaps China wanted to make sure that it had access to more of Russia's natural gas and that it could get it yeah. at, a, at a lower price. In theory, it could have been China. but uh, and, and there are a, a handful of others who it could have been. But um, this is worrisome to me, Glenn, for the simple reason. Look, I don't know Seymour Hersh. I'm not familiar with any of the facts alleged uh, in his report. But there are a couple of things that worry me. Number one, on February 9th, 2022, President Biden, during a press conference, said that if, uh, if Russia attacks Ukraine, there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. Uh, the journalist who had asked him the question about what he meant uh, was doing her job and followed up and said, what do you mean by that? Uh, That pipeline's under, you know, not under our control. And he reassured her, believe me, we have the means to do it. And, you know, it'll be done. It it will not exist. So (laughs) when you couple that with the fact that in this country, we have for a long time seen overreaches by the executive to the point where a lot of people just accept now that in the name of a clandestine operation, the United States can effectively wage war without a, an act of Congress authorizing it. That really does concern mm. me. Not that I am certain that we did this. It is, I'm certainly not. It's not that I can verify the Hirsch article. because I can't. But it's that it really troubles me that I can't immediately rule it out.
0: And you can't get a, uh, a briefing on it. Um, All right. Hang on just a second, Mike, because when we come back, I want to ask you, do we want to know? Stu and I were talking about this this morning and we were like, you know, the blue pill might be the one to take on this because Mm -hmm. uh, this is a impeachable, maybe worse. Uh, It is uh, it's an act of war. Um, It's I don't know anybody that's going to fight against Russia because. If they attack us because we we blew up the pipeline, Europe, I mean, the world will hate us Uh, and it means war. So I don't know. Do we want to know? And we'll come back uh, with Mike Lee for that answer in a minute. If pain is a part of your life, you may have gotten to the point where you really do believe that you have to take it lying down, sometimes literally. I'm here to tell you I understand that because I was right at the point where I'm like, I'm just going to lay down. Thank God I have a wife that is she is such a sweet woman. She gets tired to listen to me gripe about things um, because I gripe about a lot of stuff, Um, but if it wasn't for her, I might never have tried Relief Factor and got my life back. Listen, please, please just try it. If it doesn't work, yes, you're out $20, but $20, what is that? If you can get your life back, 70% of the people who try it find the relief and go on to order month after month. So please just try it. I didn't believe it would work for me either. ReliefFactor.com ReliefFactor.com or call 800 for relief 800, the number 4. Relief. 1995 ReliefFactor.com Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Alright. Mike Lee, do we want to know?
2: Look... <coughs> I think the American people do deserve to be in charge of their government. I agree with that. It is very much a mixed bag because as you uh, alluded to before the break, um, the answer to this question, if it turns out that the United States was responsible, has very dire consequences and, and i don't really, I'm not even talking yet about what happens within our government, what the consequences there might be
0: uh, but I is just this mean, is this rise to? The does this rise to more than an impeachable offense?
2: Uh, quite possibly. Yes, I, I I believe it does, because if you go to such great lengths to engage in, in an attack, a, a provocative, offensive attack on a near peer nuclear armed geopolitical adversary, and you do so uh, in a manner that violates our Constitution, because that's, as I see it anyway. It seems to me like an act of war. Yeah. Last I checked, it eh, war can't be just declared, just decided by a president. And right. sure, I, I know clandestine operations happen. Discrete military strikes are something different yeah. than something provocative on this scale that inevitably lead to, and in fact are, war.
0: So if we would find out that this is even a real possibility, um, what happens? What do we do? How do we tell our allies? How do we tell Russia? So we can kind of, before we say it, say, I'm going to tell you something, but you got to promise not to be mad. Uh, I mean, we've got to, you know, in that case, we have to promise that you're not going to launch a nuclear strike. Right. How, how do we tell them this?
2: I I don't know. I don't know. That's that's part of what makes this such a difficult thing. But one thing I do know is that ignorance is never uh something that's going to put us in a position of strength. No. And I do think it's in, important that we get answers on this. I I would like to know. And and whether we end up finding out or not whether this thing is buried so far uh so deep by the military-intelligence-industrial complex in Washington that we can't get to it. Whether we find out or not, whether we did it or not, I think it's very important for us to have this national conversation. Because for decades, we've seen this gradual uh, accretion of power within the executive branch when it comes to the war powers. And increasingly, Glenn, the way wars are fought these days, you don't typically have soldiers lined up on a battlefield in, in corresponding parallel columns. No, you, you've, got, um, you've got stuff like this. This is war in the 21st century. And so we need to have a national conversation about the fact that today, as at the time, time of the founding, uh, we need our Congress, the people's representatives, to make the decision about going to war and uh, clandestine operations need to be reined in This something truly discreet. This one wasn't.
0: Mike Lee, um, thank you so much for everything you're doing, and uh, we pray for you, and uh, we'll keep you in our prayers for your safety as you continue to go down this uh, this road. Thank you.
2: Hey, thanks, Glenn. You
0: Take bet. care. Bye-bye. Whew. Do you want to know? It's like it's almost as if if we don't, if it did happen, and we don't expose it then we get what we deserve
1: yeah i mean of course i want to know but there's there's that feeling of you know i mean of course you know russia knows if, if our media is starting to know then russia knows too yeah. the question is if it becomes public and it becomes obvious to everybody then russia has to respond to, they have to. to 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 you know to do something for their own people and that
0: response even if it is you know, But uh, maybe the people can temper our response to theirs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, okay, we deserve that. It's a dark road, though. It's a right? very dark yeah. road. Yeah. Very, I mean, very look, dark the blue road. pill was the right one to take. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he
1: was an idiot. <laughs> hey, you just take the freaking blue pill and get along like everybody else. The Glenn Beck
0: program. <laughs> look at me. I'm in my pod. <laughs> uh, all right. How do you improve on some product that is really good? I don't know, but Mike Lindell has done it with his my pillow. Uh, I have to tell you, my pillow is the best. It stays fluffed up. I don't know how it does, but you put your your hands, your fists through each side, and it fluffs up, and then you kind of shape it, and it stays there. It's crazy. Mike now has a new and improved version of my pillow. My Pillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable feel of the original pillow, but now has brand new exclusive fabric that is made with temperature regulating thread i mean the world is just getting crazy my pillow 2.0 buy one get one free for a limited time now with the promo code beck made with temperature regulating technology so it's not going to get hot 100 percent made in the usa Pillow comes with 10-year warranty 60-day money-back guarantee go to mypillow.com mypillow.com click on the radio listener square get the buy one get one free offer on MyPillow 2.0 enter the promo code back or you can call them 800-966-3117 go to blaze tv.com glenn use the promo code glenn and you'll save 10
1: bucks off blaze tv
0: We have Congressman Chris Stewart on uh, with us now. Uh, he is a military veteran and, uh, and also a member of the intel community. And he is going to tell us what he can about the briefing that they had yesterday about these UFO balloons that no one has claimed so far. Yesterday, all of a sudden, on a dime, the Pentagon starts saying, oh, no, these were probably balloons, commercial, and we just blew them up and no big deal. What the hell is that? Wait, you just spent days telling us these were possibly dangerous UFOs. Chris Stewart joins us now. Hello, Chris. Hey, good morning, Glenn. <laughs> did you walk out with an understanding of what's going on?
3: No, no one did. And honestly, you say... Uh... I'm going to tell you what I can tell you and I can tell you everything. It was an unclassified briefing and very, very little information was shared. I mean, I I, I can't think of a a recent example where so much has been said about so little. And at the end of the day, you kind of scratch your head and go, well, these guys don't know what they are. Uh, And honestly, Glenn, I think, I think they're happy for the diversion. Uh, In Uh, fact, I know that they are because instead of talking about the Chinese spy balloon, that they botched completely and the policy that should surround that we're speculating and talking about UFOs and, and weather balloons. And, and, uh, and again, they're happy to have that conversation rather than the more significant one of of previous week.
0: Well, I want to uh, talk to you about two things from the previous week that I do believe this is working out well, but I I just want to get to as much of the bottom of this as we can. Um, it would, um, we had uh, Crenshaw coming out yesterday, and he said that um, that these were uh, UAPs. Now UAPs are usually what we used to call UFOs. They're not balloons, and he said they were the size of an ATV. They were hard to detect. Um, at least two of them were. Um, did did you are these balloons or do we? Do we really not know what they are? How are they describing these?
3: Yeah, they described them as UAPs as well. And by the way, why did we change it from UFO? Why does it have to be complicated? UFOs worked fine and now we all struggle to go, okay, what, what does UAP mean? But, but that's how they described them. I think they probably were balloons. And, there, and let me tell you why. And again, I don't know that, but uh, common sense kind of leads to that conclusion. The fact that they were so difficult to detect by radar would make sense and fall in line with them being balloons. Because balloons won't reflect for radar, and for radar to work, especially on a on a fighter aircraft, there has to have there has to be motion, there has to be speed in the in the target. That, that's actually what the radar is detecting. And these balloons were so slow that uh, that's often why they missed them or why they would have anomalies where they'd see them for a short time and then not see them again. So over the last week or so, they tuned some of the radars down, and and, and by that they're able to. Uh, pick up some of these slower flying objects which once again leads me to believe they were likely balloons and right you know but but that doesn't mean they weren't nefarious i think it's possible in fact my own conclusion from the the entirety of what i know is they probably were once again smaller chinese spy balloons that these guys just decided to flood flood the zone if you will while we were kind of looking And, and there's only one reason for doing that or at least one main political reason and that's really kind of to poke us in the eye and to say, yeah, you shot down this big one, but we've got others and we're going to send them over there when we want to. Uh, I, I don't know that that's true. Uh, no one knows if that's true or not, but I don't think that's an unreasonable conclusion based
0: on what we do know. Um, so let's talk about what we um, what they would like to us not to talk about. And that is the incompetence. We found out last night that the United States was monitoring that spy balloon. Uh, up to a week before it entered our airspace, we I guess locked onto it just after its launch, so we knew yeah. what it was the yeah, entire time. Exactly right,
3: it, we knew what it was, and we also knew where it was going. You could those those winds aloft are very predictable; they don't they don't vary much, uh, and you can track a route where that balloon is going to go. We would have known within probably a few hundred miles, and maybe within a few dozen miles where that balloon would end up. And you know, the interesting thing about this and the the thing that should concern us is two things. Number one, they weren't going to tell the American people, hey, there's a very sophisticated Chinese spy balloon loitering over Malmstrom Air Force Base, one of our missile fields. And the second thing, Glenn, they were still going to send Anthony Blinken to China. They were not going to say anything and they were not going to protest. They were still going to send him to China at a time when China had deliberately timed this balloon to be over our nation when he was going to be in China. Uh, Talk about a poke in the eye. Talk about a power play to say, yeah, we'll host your secretary, but while we do, look what we're going to put over some of your most sensitive military installations. Unbelievable to me the administration didn't shoot it down before it entered uh, over our mainland airspace.
0: I mean, Chris, this makes sense, though, if you're you're testing what uh, our president actually believes in. You know, he says that the biggest geopolitical threat uh, to the world is global warming. So he's yeah. got he's got his guy going over to talk about global warming. And the Chinese are like, well, does he really believe this is the biggest geopolitical threat? Because if he does, he won't shoot it down. And once he sh- doesn't shoot it down, the Chinese know everything they need to know.
3: That's exactly right. Glenn. And the amazing thing is. They actually do believe that. I mean, there's other examples of where their relationship with China is such a priority, not because of trade, not because of threat towards Taiwan, not because of any of the other concerns we have, but because they want to bring China around and to our line of thinking about climate change. And they can't do that if that relationship is stressed. So they actually believe that the greatest threat facing humanity is climate change. You know the fact that the Earth may be a fifth of a degree warmer in one hundred years, and in the meanwhile, the short-term threats they'll completely ignore. And you said it was a test, and the president failed that test. He didn't do anything to interfere with this surveillance.
0: Are you? Are we seeing the beginning of an axis power with China, Russia, now Iran? Yesterday, Z President Z. Uh, welcomed him into the international community of really dark countries. Yeah,
3: I think not only are we seeing the beginning of it, this is somewhere in the mid-phase of that axis of power. Very clearly they're aligned. Now, we have one real advantage over Russia and China and Iran and others, and that is we can uh, can actually uh, forge alliances, we can forge partnerships, and it's done out of mutual benefit. They can't, they have to compel those alliances There's no one who truly wants to be, you know, an ally of Russia. It's a transactional relationship, but they have formed that transactional relationship with each other because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And they have the common enemy of that being the United States and Western democracy is the thing they want to destroy.
0: I was reading a story today about how China is, they believe, preparing for war, preparing its people for war. Um, and that could be just Taiwan, but they don't have the capability to go into to Taiwan right now, do they?
3: Probably not. But uh, but it's not years away. It's not a decade away. Uh, and it's hard to know because they're actually very, very good at deception <laughs> and, and misalignment. You know, it's hard for us to know what their actual capabilities are because they can hide it pretty well. But there is a gap right now between their capabilities and at the same time, Taiwan is trying to increase its own defense capabilities. And when China begins to see that gap close, Taiwan's ability to defend themselves begin to catch up with their capabilities. That's the moment of danger. That's the thing that they would take advantage of. But there's more to that, Glenn, and that is they surely look at the U.S. leadership. And they go, when is the right opportunity and under what leadership and what circumstances politically in the United States do we want to make this move? And very, very clear to me that they look at this president as someone who is weak and someone that they could could manage and someone who is not going to be nearly as strong as any of the potential Republican candidates who could win in 2024
0: is this what we're facing right now this is a possible world war three possible knockout punch i mean this is not anything that we've faced in our lifetime i mean you know maybe the the cuban missile crisis but this is a big one isn't it
3: yeah i think that's true and i mean neither one of us want to be overly dramatic it doesn't it doesn't do any good to cry wolf and have it not be a wolf but have it be a puppy dog right but the signs on this are just so clear. you have to be blind or willingly unwilling to example or look at the examples. And so I think we've probably seen it in our lifetime, going back to the 1980s, uh, detente with President Reagan, President Gorbachev at the time, and a couple of others. But it really is like that moment, and I would say, uh, probably even more dangerous than that time was, because Russia actually wanted to have. Uh, uh, a a, a bit of an understanding between the U.S. and Russia. And it doesn't appear that
0: China does. Chris, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll talk again.
3: Thank you, sir. You bet.
0: God bless. Um, A uh, recent memo that was uh, leaked from the head of U.S. Mobility Command um, had a startling statement in it. The Air Force General said he believes we will be at war with China in two years. Uh, you know, I think we've been at war with China for decades, but they're the only ones fighting it. My hope is that this Chinese spy balloon, you know, is finally waking people up in Washington, and we are now looking at our situation, and we'll have cool and calm and adult heads at the table. But tonight, I'm going to show you some of the unconventional ways <clears throat> China has been waging a Cold War. In our country, the Chinese actually wrote the playbook quite a while ago. In their own words, I will show you what they are doing. It is absolutely incredible when you see their playbook and then you look at what we're seeing every day. It involves Hollywood, drugs, the media, technology, the economy, everything. It's from the Chinese Communist Party, and nothing is out of bounds. All of it is in play right now. That's tonight, the Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. on Blaze TV, 9.30 Eastern on YouTube. uh, It's YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck. Cold War with China, the playbook to take down the U.S. Exposed tonight only on Blaze TV weather's warming up uh and you know what that means at your house is time to start sprucing the place up giving it all the tlc maybe you can uh you know with um, no uh no uh, ignoring that the winter months are still long ahead of us in many places of the country one of the first places you're going to want to start is with your window treatments and for that you should go to blinds.com the design consultants have you covered there they can help you pick what's right for your home Uh, When there's just too many choices and a lot of people don't have the vision, they don't know what will look good. Um, And you don't I mean, you go to these, you know, uh, drape and and shades and shutter stores and they're going to send somebody out and they're going to upsell you. And just it's a nightmare. The design consultants at blinds.com don't do any of those things. They have a a quick meeting with you on the phone. You can do it on FaceTime or on Skype, and you show them where you're looking, what your room looks for, and they make a recommendation. And you know the price is up front. There's a reason why Blinds.com has over 40,000 five-star reviews. They're great, and they make it affordable, uh, incredibly affordable, and really easy. So, Go to blinds.com. Right now, you can save up to 45% site-wide, up to 45% off everything right now at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, yesterday we talked to uh, somebody that was on Taggart Road in Ohio. Um, she was a, a dog trainer and still is, but she had to move away because the train derailment happened really close to her house and everybody left. And she said, you know, we had a um, they asked us to sign a, a release form so they could check the air. And I have it and I'm going to uh, tweet it out uh, later Uh, The rightful owner and occupant of this property uh, hereby authorizes Norfolk uh, Southern, its affiliates, subsidiaries, parents, contractors, associated environmental professionals and assisting local, state and federal agencies, including but not limited to CTECH LLC and their uh, personnel collectively, the monitoring team to access the property for air monitoring and environmental sampling. And you say, I only want it outside of my house or inside of my house as well. And you check one of those. And then it says, landowner agrees to indemnify, release, and hold harmless uh, unified command from and against all and any legal claims, including for personal injury or property damage arising from monitoring teams' performance of air monitoring or environmental sampling at the property on the date of the signature below. And you're supposed to sign that. Who would, in their right mind, sign that? Especially after what has just happened, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Seeing that the unified command seems to be the collection of people up at the top, including the railway and all of their affiliates. Right.
1: It's, it's uh, worded in a way. I mean, I guess their their defense would probably be, no, we're just talking about the monitoring right now. Like, if, if we come in and we, you know, that, that's all. We're not talking about the actual accident. But, of course... That's not what they would probably argue in court so, later
0: on. <laughs> unified Command is uh, is an actual term. It's a company, but it's also a term, hmm. and it means you know all the parties that come together and are forming this command center for yeah. this incident. Yeah. So, wh- which is it? Is it, uh, is it a
1: term, or is it <laughs> probably say you probably a good idea not to sign yeah. documents they're presenting you?
0: C- certainly without an attorney present that you trust. Yeah. And by the way, Unified Command does a lot of work with the federal government. They are the, good. They are the trusted source for the US government. I mean Unified Command sounds like the type of uh,
1: organization that would be mm-hmm. like the supposed good guys in a movie but then turned out to be bad.
0: Kind of like bum 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 bum. Yeah. Ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. Hey, Unified Command is here. Yeah, right. We're just sampling the air.
1: <laughs> That's the thing, though. You get the guys in the black masks that breathe like that, you can tell quickly. They, that should be right. something we should implement here. Yeah. You, know? you
0: have to wear a black mask like darth vader if you are part of that yeah if you're a bad guy wear a dark mask it makes it so much easier for us to understand and if you're a bad guy in the army you wear white hats wait they are some both sides covered that's why they were so confused (laughs) the glenn back program